Hello, and welcome to the Urban Fresh Podcast, where we interview followers of Jesus from around the world. I'm your host, Tanisha. Hello, friends. Today, our guest is Marshallie Lorch, my friend and former missionary. We met in Bible school. Although Marshallie did not set out to be a missionary, she ended up at the end of four years of Bible school being one. We'll talk about that, about how determined she is to be unbothered by the world, and how she is navigating this current stage of her life. This is part one of a two-part interview. Okay. Oh, so Marshallie, welcome to the Urban Fresh podcast. Uh, thank you. <laughs> well, it's been a, a crazy morning in a way. I'd be, I guess maybe we can address that later. But um, I think the first question I have is, how do you stay sane in an insane world? Um, yeah, an insane world. I think what what I need to do is to just um, keep focus. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, um, sometimes it's difficult. Um, but I always have, it's almost like I have, um, like, I, I'm not a shooter, but I guess if you go to the gun range and you mm. have a target and you need to be focused on the target to make a hit, like, you know, to, 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 yeah. So what I mm-hmm. do is that I always, um, make sure that my focal point is the cross. Mm-hmm. So whenever I feel that I am going too far right or too far left or you know i'm drifting i mm-hmm. just really focus on on um the cross and 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 what it means for mm-hmm. me. i mean and that usually brings me back to a to a safe place i think okay um you talked about focus i've always known as a very uh disciplined person and by discipline i know for example, when we were on campus at the Jamaica Theological Seminary, JTS, you were always into exercising and, and eating healthy and um, eating right. You're very um, disciplined in your eating, I think. And so it didn't surprise me that you became like a, a distance runner. You used, to, you used to do marathons. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. And and today, um, you know, you, you can talk about more about that if you want to. But today, you're disciplined. Things have changed in a way, but you're disciplined in your walking. I just asked a while ago if you've done your walk already, and yes, yes, you have. Yes, I um, have. But but how does that help you to keep focus? Oh yeah, that is very 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 important. Um, because for me, um. Well, back when I was in college, when I was at uh, JTS, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just felt that I needed to do something with my body, that it's mm-hmm. not just about everything else that everybody else was doing, I, that might mm-hmm. be big. But I just felt that I needed to do something for, um, you know, t- to make sure that my body is functioning at its optimal mm-hmm. level, and I've always had a very futuristic, very wide blick. So I don't think in terms of five years or even ten. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. in terms of like 50 years or 20 years or I'm very, I'm very well um, um, farsighted, very, very farsighted mm-hmm. in terms mm-hmm. of what is going to happen or what I want to happen. Um, mm-hmm. And so with my walk too, it's not just a walk. It's not, you know, it's not just for my body. It's, it's like part of the puzzle. And mm-hmm. so that's, that's the, that's the farsightedness. But the new mm-hmm. thing is that I, I need, I need this time. This is like part of my devotion. It is part of my meeting with God. It is part of my connecting with nature because where I live, um, you know, it's quite, um, not a lot of houses or buildings. And even if it, if mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just going out there, I am meditating on the goodness mm-hmm. of God, on his wonders, you know, if it's a sunset or if it's a rain or if the wind or mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It just brings me mm-hmm. back to that place of connectedness with um with with God. And um that I cannot um Walking and sitting down. I mean, you know, people. Everybody is different, but you so you know mm-hmm. you could get mm-hmm. that at home or in the house or no. Mm-hmm. It's just a completely different um feat to just get out there and you know that you're walking maybe for an hour or so, and then that mm-hmm. time is meditating, praying. What are some of the things that are going on in my head? You know, um, mm-hmm. sometimes there are answers, sometimes there aren't. But but it's just. Um, quite therapeutic you just mm-hmm. put it like that and, and quite spiritual for me. yeah it, um you know obviously god makes everybody differently as you said but i i love that i didn't know that about you but it doesn't surprise me either the fact that you said you're very you're far-sighted and so i think that is so biblical because the, the verse that popped up in my head when you said that was um, of course, I can't remember where it's taken from, but the, the gist of it is that um, Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross and despised its shame. It's shame. So, and that verse pops up in my head whenever I think about um, doing hard things now, mm-hmm. um, because Jesus was also far-sighted. So, mm-hmm. uh, in the temporary things, he didn't. That wasn't his focus, right? So he did things because he knew what the end result was going exactly. to be. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that is so, that's, that's awesome. Whenever right. I talk to you, I'm, all, I'm always getting nuggets and stuff. So it's not, a, it's um, not surprising. But I wanted, I'm going to go into background and stuff and we'll, we'll okay. see how time, uh, how we handle the time. But uh, I know you, you're, you're, we have the same accent, but you're, Obviously, you're not in Jamaica anymore. And obviously, at one point you were because we both attended um, JTS. Um, wh- where are you now? And what was your first impression of that place? Oh, <laughs> so I, now, do you mean general, like in terms of the country or more specific in terms of exactly where I live? Because generally, right, I, you know. Uh, no, no, not exactly where you live. I okay, good, know. right. A general so, idea of the country. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I now live in, um, in Germany. And, um, mm-hmm. and, and what can I say? <laughs> Actually, I also, you know, I also try to, um, 
to not um, use cliche, and I'm very, 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 very particular of what and who I allow to influence my view of of things. So cliches and you should do that or you shouldn't do that or you should go there or you shouldn't go there. Like even since I was a child, you are not talking to me. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm not telling anybody to be a rebel or, but sometimes in a world that really tries to, to form you and to fashion you like everything else you know like like you're in a biscuit factory or a whatever so all 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 the fruits need to look the same so that they will be mm-hmm. acceptable in the market i am totally not that i think mm-hmm. that um you know everybody should be who god has created them to be and you know mm-hmm. that is a completely another tangent mm-hmm. but um but so i'm in germany going back to the question and mm-hmm. oh Germany. I mean, this has uh, it has never been on my radar. Not a country that I particularly wanted to come to or not want to come to. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because generally, I believe that the world belongs to God, and I, mm-hmm. the believer, do not belong to a country. I belong mm-hmm. to the world, and if God wants me to be somewhere, there is nothing in terms of culture, in terms of personality, in terms of job, in terms of opportunity. If that's where God wants me to be, then that's mm-hmm. where I am going to be. It doesn't matter if it's Alaska or, mm-hmm. or, or the Sahara, you know, mm-hmm. the world is God's world. So whether I'm in mm-hmm. Germany or I'm in Jamaica, um, yeah, I mean, what can I say? It's it's the the country that I live in at the moment. Um, I think that um, God prepared me for living here um, mm-hmm. in terms of my mentality and being able to live in different settings. I think that God has prepared the people who are around me uh, to support me and to guide me and to uh, learn from. So, yeah, I mean, um, for me, if somebody said, oh, wow, you're in, you know, you're from Jamaica and you're in Germany or, you know, that that doesn't connect in my mind uh, some way or somehow because it doesn't matter for me if it's Germany or if it's Ethiopia or if it's um, um, California or if it's Florida. Mm-hmm. Just another location where God wants me to be, you know. Mm-hmm. And 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 I think because of that, um, I am quite uh, rooted here, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes because I don't really get homesick in that way, you know, like people are like, oh, mm-hmm. don't you miss this or that? Good, I've been away for uh, or I've been on my pilgrim journey for quite a while. Um, yes. But I don't think about you like that. I think that um, where I am planted is where I'm planted, and the place I'm planted is where I should be nourished. So yes, can't be planted here and then look into Jamaica or to other things for my nourishment, you know, mm-hmm. that is a mm-hmm. sure sign of of slow death, <laughs> if you want to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. really suffering, being in one place, yes. in body, and longing to be somewhere else in mind. For me, that is insanity. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, for me, being where I'm at, 
which is, you know, in Germany, uh, and for me, it is just normal. It is where I am. Um, yes. It's just being where I'm supposed to be. And mm-hmm. there's no, you know, um, of, of course, you know, I think too that life is, life is life. It doesn't matter where you live, you will have mm-hmm. difficulties and struggles and, you know, uh, things that are there, I think, because I'm a believer that are there mm-hmm. to make you the person that you're supposed to be. Because mm-hmm. as a believer, I don't believe that um, so-called difficulties or troubles are there to to kill us or to mm-hmm. or to destroy us or to mm-hmm. make less than, but to make us better, you know, or to make mm-hmm. us um, again, going back to what God would have us to be, right? It's so yeah, so I'm in Germany, and um, and it's where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I can't talk about like if it's different or whatever. It is just Germany, and I live here, and I am, um, and I enjoy living here, and I'm comfortable here. Um, but if God asks me to go somewhere else tomorrow, then I, mm-hmm. you know, will go. You go. Got it. So it sounds like yeah. it sounds like your first impression of Germany is kind of like the same impression of it that you have now, right? That your opinion of it hasn't really changed because no. yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. You touched on challenges a while ago and I thought about asking you if uh you have any unique challenges um as somebody in a different culture. When I say somebody, let me be more specific, like do you think you have more unique challenges as a parent raising children in a different culture other than your own? Um, I, no, I do not no. think mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. I think actually um, it's a, for me, based on my personality, mm-hmm. and again, God knows us all and he knows where he's planting us. For me, because of my personality, I don't have a problem um being where I am with my kids, I think mm-hmm. I, I think um, being a parent is difficult wherever you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes um, we take things for granted, um, thinking that, you know, being in a, for me, being in this culture, I don't think I, I'm raising my kids differently than I would have. Mm-hmm want them to be raised um if i was in my culture the only mm-hmm. difference is just because of the cultural church background like mm-hmm. you know, probably mm-hmm. under school is a little bit different church is a little bit different um but but i've had time to reflect on that as well and um and I, you know, looking at my family, I mean, I have lots of, I mean, I have sisters and brothers and lots of cousins and we all went to church mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were all church and I, I don't know if that's a word or, <laughs> but, but, but we all went in different directions, you know, even yes. though we were breastfed the word, mm-hmm. and you know, all everybody know about the the Bible stories, but at the end of the day, um, each person made their own decisions whether what kind of relationship they would like to have with God. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's all about God. Yeah. 
you yeah. know, it's all about God. And, um, you know, and, and sometimes it's, I think it's not where I am, but it's just as a person. Am I doing enough? Am I teaching my kids enough? Should I be praying mm-hmm. with them more? Should I be reading the Bible with them more? Mm-hmm. Um, how can I help to to guide them with their phones and with what they're watching and what they're listening to and the mm-hmm. friends that they have? And then it goes back to the basics, you know, mm-hmm. um, looking to the cross. Yeah. I, you know, I have, at the end of the day, it's not about me or what I can do, which, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not belittling or, you know, making it nothing. But as a parent, you know, I, I mean, I should be setting examples. I should be um, having borders and boundaries for my kids, what they should mm-hmm. or shouldn't do when speaking the truth in their lives, that that is not correct, what you have said or what you have mm-hmm. done, not just leaving them up to the Holy Spirit to, you know, to grow them. But um, at the end of the day, it is God's work. And what I realize is that sometimes it's so easy to um, make ourselves bigger or greater than we actually are to the detriment of allowing the Holy Spirit to do His work, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the, the the Holy Spirit, He wants to lead, He wants to guide. And I have to keep reminding myself, God, you know all things. You see all things. You know where they're going. You know the plans that you have for them. Mm -hmm. Help me to get out of the way, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Help me to stand aside and um and 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 allow you to 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 do the the core guiding, you know. Mm And um and of course even with that there's struggles because then you're like you know is that is that a crop out is that a way of saying you know you shouldn't be doing certain things you shouldn't be talking certain things into their lives and and, mm-hmm. and so on it's being a parent is um uh, always always talking to yourselves and you know and wondering if you're doing the right the right thing and uh, then always for me. I just really have to um, have faith and trust God. And then mm-hmm. whenever I can, I do my part because I have a teenager. <laughs> I have a 15-year-old. And sometimes I've t- I'm telling, you know, like saying my incarnation words of wisdom. And mm-hmm. I can see her rolling her eyes. And I'm like, hey, God, should I just do like mental telepathic thing and just talk, you know, just talk and not say the words, you know? Um, but, you know, and once I said something to her and she's like, um, she's like, Mama, why are you telling me that? Mm-hmm. Because I'm your mom and I'm supposed to be telling you mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. even when they get into being teenagers, like sometimes even if the things that you're saying, you know, they're truth and, you know, they're, they're supposed to be helping, it's like you're insulting them or, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, it, it just doesn't come across. It doesn't matter what you're saying. It's like it's not mm-hmm. being accepted, you know, as yeah. you know, said, in love and in truth. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But, 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 yeah. but your question with... <laughs> Yeah, that was a yeah for me with 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 growing kids in a 
I I see absolutely no problem with that. I think yeah. that it enriches the life of children if it's not. Yeah. If I get up every day and I'm telling them, oh, you should be in Jamaica and you should be here, and then of course it's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. You allow your kids to see how rich they are being yeah. born in with so many different influence and culture yeah. and yeah. you know having the freedom to choose and to be then 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 it's 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 only wealth it's i see that as wealth for my kids mm-hmm. absolutely <clears throat> you mentioned something about uh, before about um kind of like calling everywhere you are as kind of like you're adapting everywhere you're going as your country because the, the constant is that god is with you and Mm. You don't really, you know, you, you were born in Jamaica. That's how God predestined it. But, right. you, you know, you are right now, you're a citizen of heaven, really. Exactly. Teaches us. <laughs> and so. Um, or a citizen uh-huh. of the world, too, because, you know, um, uh-huh. that's one also of the things that have been. And I think I don't remember. It must have been at least eight, uh, but five, eight years I've decided, you know, because I'm, th- I'm a thinking person. I love to think. I love mm-hmm. to meditate because I think. I think that we we look too much to the wrong places for directions mm-hmm. as Christians, you know, like, 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 uh, uh, okay, no, I, I think we look too much in the wrong places for guidance. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit wants to talk to us. He wants to communicate uh, um, to with us and he wants to lead us. Um, but some of us are, you know, are totally ignoring the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my thing, you know, if, is that I am not waiting for heaven in, in terms of, I cannot imagine how amazing heaven is going to be. But, mm-hmm. but, but my walk, if I, I, I just realized I'm like, God, I'm here on this earth for this time and I, I cannot, I cannot live as if I am just going through the motion here and waiting for heaven. This is different. Like this, God created this world for us and we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be dragging ourselves through mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be dragging ourselves through life and waiting for heaven to be happy, waiting mm-hmm. and to see God's glory, waiting for heaven to see how great God is, waiting until I die. I'm like, no, you know, I'm like, something is definitely wrong with that picture. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I decided that I am not going to wait for eternity because mm-hmm. I am living my eternity, right? If, if if I'm a believer and I never die, in quotation, then my eternity began from the time, even before conception, because that's what the Bible said, before you were born, you knew us, right? Mm-hmm. So the decision, and I think everybody has to make these decisions for themselves, and there's some things that yes. you can't teach. Um, it, it depends on your walk and your journey and what you want from life. So I've decided that I'm living my eternity and I'm going to see the beauty as much as I can mm-hmm. God has created. And sometimes it's so much easier for us to look on all the bad things that is mostly man-made. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, 
And then thinking, then blaming God for our difficulties, be it on a personal level or on mm-hmm. a um, climatic level with, you know, over flooding, earthquakes and all of these uh, things. It's just that we like to blame and um, mm-hmm. it's very difficult for us to see the beauty. And and not only, you know, like in, in, in precious things like diamonds and pearls and big cars and big houses, but in, in the simple things like like walking on a winter or, you know, winter morning and just seeing how um, you have, you, you know, not the snow, if it's snow or I don't remember, I don't know what it's um, in, in, in English. Um, I can't, when, when the, the grass is frosty. And glittering, mm-hmm. and I'm like, God, look at that! Those are billion pieces of diamonds on that. It's just amazing for me to see how we take the air we breathe, right? The sun that comes up every morning, um, the blood that flows in our veins for granted. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. hello, these these are the precious things. You know? Yeah, yeah. they're there, yeah. you know. So, um, you know, so talking about living, living your eternity, like living my eternity. And then my thing is that, as I said, I'm a very far, you know, I, 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 I've asked God how, you know, I've, you know, I've spoken to God. I'm like, you know, this is how I would like to die. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. a bit much for some people, but why not? The Bible tells us to ask and we will receive. So. Um, living my eternity is my eternity have already started and I am traveling uh, with God. And then when that time comes, when it really goes to the other side, then it's it's just it's just moving from one dimension to the next. Mm-hmm, you, know, mm-hmm. you know, from my um, point of view or how I see it. So, um, yeah, stress over death, no stress over, you know, when it's coming or, you know, and things like that. Um, but 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 knowing that I am moving from one type of relationship with God in terms of mm-hmm. him and feeling him and you know to another um dimension which will be more intense. I yeah. Yeah. A lot, a lot more intense. Um I actually wasn't going that way with the question, but good. I, I'm I'm learning more even more about you, although you know, we we talk and we have these deep discussions all the time. But um I I was just admiring the, the this idea that you're, you you don't allow culture or or culture really to influence uh, how you operate in a in a place, and that um, you realize your uniqueness that you're Jamaican where you were born in Jamaica but now you're living in Germany and you're very comfortable anywhere God places you. That's um, I was just reiterating that. But thank you for that perspective. You know, it's a very it's an eternal perspective. It really is. But you, um, <clears throat> before Germany, um, there was Jamaica, and I, I wanted to touch a little bit about um, what your your language learning looked like mm-hmm. before we go to Jamaica. But because obviously now you are at least um, uh, conversant, and uh, you know at least two languages. So tell me what it was like, you know, coming going into Germany and having to adapt to the language. What were lessons like? How did it? How right. long did it take you? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so, well, just in a bit of a background, I am the person who would skip 
Spanish class, right? Because after a while, I thought that this is making sense and I'm wasting my time and I'm wasting the teacher's time. So just don't go to Spanish class anymore. So, um, yeah. Uh, so I would take, uh, I remember in high school, we would have break, Spanish, yeah. and then math. And I would just take a long break and then went to math class. So, so I was, I did not feel that I was um, a, a language type of person that I, that yes. I learned languages. So when I actually, when I felt that I was being called to to missions and I had to go to another country and learn another language, I was like, oh, Lord have mercy. Um, so I went to Ethiopia in that one well. And then, I mean, I think by that time coming to Germany, I'm just a type of person, like it is what it is and you have to do what you have to do. So don't, don't go in with a negative mindset, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. think I was, um, I had, um, I don't remember having a negative mindset or thinking I'm not going to learn it or I don't, I don't remember really thinking about it. It's just something that I had to do. And mm -hmm. I didn't have another choice because um, I wasn't like people were speaking English all the time. Yes. Um, so so I just um, did what I had to do. And I think when I got to Germany, they had just started. Um, uh, there was a new rule or law, if you want to say that, uh, that if you are coming from another country, you're, you're married to German, then you have to do a two-year German course and you have to learn some German culture. So you had to, yeah, you, you have to do a course. You can't just sit at home and say, I'm not going to learn German. Mm. One, uh, two is that my husband also, um, we decided that we will only speak uh, German. And that wow. thought, um, because um, that helped, you know, with the speeding of the process of learning. And then, um, my in-laws also only speak German. So there, wow. was, there wasn't like a chance. Maybe if I was really wanted to, then, you know, maybe I could just have spoken English with my husband. But I did not have that mentality. And my husband was pretty good on, you know, um, really speaking German. And, um, and, and yeah, um, I, 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 listen, I think it goes back, uh, Tanisha, to... Um, the the whole fact that when God has called you to something and, and, and when the Holy Spirit is working on your personality, sometimes mm -hmm. when you're asked a question, how did this happen? Mm -hmm. You can't explain it. How does a tree grow? How does, how does, uh, when did you start uh, speaking, for example? Maybe you were two or three, but it's just a process that you, you allow to happen to you. And I think mm -hmm. one of our problems sometimes we want to show or to explain how it happened, the whole process. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. me, a lot of things that happen in my life, I can't say one, two, first that happened and then that and then that. It's, it's, it, it, it's things just seem to happen sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I, I try not to necessarily um uh, say it's because I did this or because I did mm -hmm, that mm -hmm, or because mm -hmm. I, you know, um, I think 
you know, going back to the Bible where it said the yeast is in the dough and it rises. How does mm-hmm. it do that? It's just a natural fermentation process. If we go into physics and chemistry, maybe we can go into the you know, the details of it. Um, but sometimes, and another, another I, I, I love metaphors and analogies, is that you just, you just allow yourself to be carried. Mm-hmm. You, you, mm-hmm. you, you see what God shows you a plan and you say mm-hmm. yes, and all the pieces will come together because you're, mm-hmm. and sometimes yes. you put your finger on, hmm, where did that idea come from? Or where did I get that money from? Or, you know, but everything comes together and sometimes problems start happening when we, you know, try to pin things down or we yeah know exactly how it's going to happen and you know and I'm not going to move until God show me all the steps from A to Z and <laughs> show me that I'm not going to move and um no you know you th- th- that's where the whole thing with faith comes in you know sometimes of course some we are human and you know sometimes there are fears or apprehensions and stuff like that mm-hmm. but um the relationship that you have with God you know, I'm sorry, I might be going off track, but what has been really ringing in my ear the last couple of days was um, where it says that uh, G- Jesus could not do any miracles among them because mm-hmm. of their unbelief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so if, listen, if you believe the word of God and if you believe the God that allows a plant to come from a seed, then mm-hmm you know, you're a set, you know, of course, sometimes things might not necessarily work out the way, but if it doesn't, then it's a better way because God has, you know, he has you. He's not going to just let you, you fall and just crumble unless it's your time to fall and crumble. And then yes, you will accept it. You know, you will accept mm-hmm. it. You're, you're walking with God. And, and I think that's the most important thing that we need to invest in. It's yeah. our relationship with God, because um, if we don't know him, we can't walk with him. And if we don't know him, we can't trust him, you know, um, mm-hmm. so we need to, you know, just and and, 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 and let me go back. I, I spend a lot of time reading my Bible, thinking about God um, mm-hmm. and to the very thought that, you know, actually what you're doing is a little bit stupid right now it sounds stupid it looks stupid i can't tell people the things i do right Mm -hmm. tell people because it just it's just so anti-world you know like what everybody else is doing it's just so different it's just different and i think you know i i get smirks whenever something slips out or people look at me a little bit funny and i'm like okay Live, live, you have to get comfortable with the fact that you are an alien in the world, right? I yeah. suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, not to bend too much with everything else that's going on. It's okay. Be, yeah. You know, it's okay to be different. It's okay to yeah. have your own, um, uh, you know, your own pace that you... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're definitely aliens. Um, I was thinking about many things, but of course, some of them have slipped from my mind. But what I wanted to say was thank you for encouraging me. I've had now a 30-odd year journey with Spanish, and I'm still at the basic level because every time I try I'm starting 
the language, I stopped. But I think what was unique to your situation was the fact that you, you, I think sometimes they refer to it as like a baptism by fire. You were dunked in, you were immersed in the language, right? And so you could have chosen to be like stubborn and not, and just stick with your English. But as you said, you were open. So if you're, in-laws are speaking it if the government is requiring it that you do two years your husband is like helping you and dedicate dedicated to it absolutely and I, I think research has shown too that that is the best way to learn a language so greg and i right now our our on our bucket list is at some point we're going to go to a spanish-speaking country and we are going to get immersed I, i've had this vision in my head since i was in high school but i think that's the way for me for now I'm on Duolingo. So anyway, um, so thank you for that. How, what, what I wanted, you were talking about your relationship with the Lord. And I wanted to ask you, when did you start um, walking with Jesus? Wow. Excuse me. Wow. When did, <laughs> um, I think, you know, I grew up with my, well, my grandma had a lot of influence on my life. So yes, I... <laughs> I can remember the furthest I can remember it's been on her lap and she's just singing over me and, you know, like grandma rocking. And so I think from there, I've just had a, 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 a close relationship or, um, yeah, the, the Holy Spirit, I just chose me and spiritually, I think from a young age, I was just open to that. Yes. And I think um, very young, too, I had a strong um, sense of heaven and hell. Mm -hmm. I think also, well, that's one. And two, when I was younger, more, more was preached about heaven and hell. I don't know. I don't know the last time I hear about people. People don't preach about heaven and hell anymore. <laughs> people just want the God who is loving and forgiving and mm -hmm. oh yeah you should forgive me you know like yeah, nobody wants the Old Testament God right you mean the full <laughs> God mm -hmm. but anyway mm -hmm. but so I grew up you know and I remember clearly um, um, when I was younger like praying every night oh God forgive me for anything that I have done because I don't want to die and go to hell which I mean yeah. I don't think that's what how God wants us to have a relationship with Him. This only fear, you know. Um, I believe yes. that developed into a love, and the church I grew up in um, was also into prayer and fasting, and at least three or four times a week, um, a church usually have a um, fasting a day for fasting, and then we had a whole, um, whole night uh, prayer meeting, and and and. I really, really, really thank God for that kind of foundation. Yes. Um, because I think I, you know, the Bible said that we didn't choose God, God chose us. Yes. So, but, so I was chosen and, 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 and something in me connected and I've just, um, I really had that kind of relationship with the, with God and the Holy Spirit being real. Mm -hmm. Real for me, always, I've always, um, since I was a young Christian, tried to have a um, small group prayer meeting with friends, used to call people together and said, oh, let's have prayer meeting, let's pray together, and different things like that. So, yeah, so going back to the question, when did it start? I can't tell you a time when it started. I can't even tell you when I was baptized. I knew I was baptized mm -hmm. a bit later. 
But, mm-hmm. but I'm also the type of person I am not into dates. So, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, like, when did this happen? Which day? And so I'm not negating. I'm not, you know, making fun of people who would do that. Or, you know, mm-hmm. if, 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 if that's the type of person you are, then fine. But I am not the type of person who um, to dates and years, uh, you know, which year this happened and so on. I'm more like... Mm-hmm general knowledge person mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um right so i don't know but i know that i've always um i've always been involved in the church um mm-hmm. with a vbs and with summer camps and with sunday school and and um things like that yeah um yeah so i've always you know i grew up in the church and um and was an active part of the church since i was very very young, and you know, typical Jamaican in terms of parents don't go to church, but kids have to go to church every Sunday. That's right. <laughs> if, even if we don't have Jesus, you need him. <laughs> exactly right. So yes, yes, which which yeah. has its you know advantages. Like yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So so to, you said something that resonated with me and my experience. Um, I don't know the exact time. I know when I got baptized, but I don't know the exact time I got saved because like you, I do remember going to church and, and being so convicted as a youngster about, I, I remember one particular time a pastor preached at a church I went to in Kingston with my auntie and tears were falling down my face. I don't know if there was an altar call, but I was so convicted by whatever he said. And then another time, like closer to the time around when I think I got saved was like um, a a pastor that I I really do want to interview on this platform, shared Jesus with me. And I felt the tugging of the spirit. And then I went to the altar multiple times. All I can tell people is on one of those occasions, I I accepted Jesus, either when she was telling me about Jesus or when I went. So I can't pinpoint it, but I was repentant. And um, I think there's an expression, excuse me, an expression in the Bible I can't think of now. It's like you're tenderhearted, just as how you said, towards the things of God. So Right, right, right. And he drew us. That's all I, I, once I was blind, but now I can see. When we were growing up, that was also the norm, right? Every, every, just to, just to be sure, every altar call, just go up. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Just go to every altar call, just to be sure, just to be sure. And I think, I mean, it's funny, but I, I don't know, because that means that we have done like a right turn because nowadays it's so accepted that, you know, sin is, we've we become so callous to sin, right? Yes, yes, yes. Nobody is like, oh yeah, God, God, God understands. You, we don't have mm-hmm. conviction of wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That there's a holy God who is watching us, who's looking over us, and like, oh, it was just a joke, or I meant nothing. You know, like the Bible talks about mm-hmm. careless talk and idle talk and idle mm-hmm. jokes, and and you know, we, we you know, God, the, the God of the Old and the New Testament talking about mm-hmm. being a holy God. Mm-hmm. And we've just been hammered so much by the world that we are just accepting things that are, that are, um, you know, that are not supposed to be normalized as normal. Yes, absolutely. So I, I know that you went to Jamaica Theological Seminary, aka JTS, to study 
guidance and counseling, right? But you ended up a missionary. What happened? I forgot that. about that. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's also one of those things that you don't you don't know where the turning point exactly was, but um, but I just did some things, and afterwards I'm like, because I think too that I can be quite impulsive. Okay, and I think God laughs at that sometimes. Like, like you know, I'm like, what did you just say, or what did you just say you're going to do, or you know, yeah. So I can mm-hmm. be I can be quite um, impulsive, and I've prayed about that, and I'm like, God, you know, you know my heart, and you know that um, this is the type of person that it seemed that I am. You know, use this for your glory, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, because I remember clearly. I think um, uh, it was my third year because we have, you know, we studied for four years. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have anybody for the missions department. And I was on the student council or something like that. And they want, they were like, who's going to lead mission? And I volunteered. And then after that, I'm like, what did you just do? You cannot have just volunteered for that. Um, because, it, you know, I mean, you have to plan mission trips. You had to do things. And I couldn't believe that I volunteered. But then I, and I'm like, okay, you volunteered. Then you're going to do it. um, Hey, if you're enjoying this podcast and you want to learn more about our ministry, please visit us at urbanfreshgardens.com. We can't wait to connect with you.